welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Holla, here we are. I'm so excited for today. We're in week two of the month. We are halfway through this year. And like I've been saying, time is going to pass regardless. So why not reach your most ambitious goals? As you guys know, I'm doing something a little bit different here. One of my favorite humans in the world, Jessica Zweig, if you have not listened to her podcast yet, get your fanny over there and listen. Oh my God, I just said fanny and fanny means like vagina in like Australia. All right, for all of my Australian people, get your asses over to Jessica Zweig's podcast, Simply Be. And for everybody else in the world that doesn't use fanny as the word vagina, like us Americans, us crass, terrible Americans... Fanny means bum. So get your bums over there and listen to Jessica Zweig's Simply Be podcast. But she inspired me so much in so many ways in the last couple months. And honestly, one of the smartest things she does, and she does a lot of smart shit, is she has been breaking her podcast down into themes. And I said, damn, why am I not doing that? I have so many topics that I would like to discuss. But I started feeling like when we were doing um, the podcast back in the spring that I was really just trying to like hit it home and I felt like it was falling flat for me and I wasn't really inspired. But now it's like, oh my gosh, I can break every month down of the podcast and just hammer out one thing that we all can focus on. And I know that people right now feel so stuck. I felt so stuck for the last like probably two months. As you guys know, I've been going through this fertility journey, and I just was feeling like blah and like uninspired, and I am so authentic, and I think everyone here knows that about me. Like, I am not going to show up, and I'm not going to give value, and I'm not going to be inspirational if I'm not feeling good about myself and where I'm at. And just like, I have to feel mentally strong when I get on these podcasts every week. So I took six weeks off, and I was really delving deep into listening to podcasts like Jessica Zweig's Simply Be podcast. Go check her out. And Divine Living by my boo thang. Oh my God, she's amazing. Gina DeVee, she's been inspiring me so much. There's been so many inspirational people. Shaman Durek has been inspiring me. But I got the idea to break the podcast down into these monthly themes. And it's been just helping me stay so focused on what I'm teaching and how I'm showing up. So thank you, Jessica, from the bottom of my little black heart. Get over there to Simply Be and listen to her podcast. She is the bomb diggity. She's literally me, but with blonde hair. We have the same dog. She is like yellow. Her like colors are yellow. Mine are like hot pink. It's just, I don't know, maybe we were separated at birth or something. And she's turning 40 at the end of the month. I turned 40 in February. Maybe we were, maybe we were swapped out at the hospital. Who knows? I mean, what stranger things have happened. <laughs> so get over there and listen to her podcast. And she's been breaking her podcast down in themes. And she inspired me to do this. So as you all know, The theme for the month of July is how to achieve your most ambitious goals. So, you know, last week we really, really, really delved very deep into really, truly, like, what are your goals? 
A lot of y'all don't even know what your goals are. You don't even know why you're here. You don't even know your purpose. That's scary. It's scary. Everyone here that is living on this earth right now is here on a mission. If you have breath in your body, you have been chosen to be here and you actually chose to be here. And I know a lot of you guys are going to send me like rude emails and I'm just going to delete anyway, so don't bother. But I believe that we all have these life contracts that we signed before we came here and we are here on assignment. And assignment isn't like picking our buttholes and watching Netflix all day and eating flaming hot Cheetos and drinking White Claw, even though that sounds so fun. But I digress. That is not our assignment. Yes, that's part of our lives, right? We have to relax. We have to rejuvenate. We have to recoup. There has to be a little bit of fun in there, obviously. But each and every one of us, if you have breath in your body and your blood is pumping, you are here on assignment. You have a greater purpose than just you know, being oxygen thieves and wastes of skin. Let's be honest, okay? So this week, I want to talk all about the biggest mistakes, the biggest mistakes or fears that people have that hold them back from achieving their most ambitious goals. And a lot of you, a lot of you are going to be listening to this podcast. You're going to be like, holy shit, like, like 10 out of the 12 are me. And remember if the fear is what's holding you back and fear is from enemy energy, you want to call it Satan, you want to call it the devil. I don't care what you want to call it, but it's enemy energy because like the devil or enemy energy knows that we are here on assignment. So when we start doing the light work, when we start trying to wake others up, when we start being the lighthouse and we're shining our light for the whole world to see, the devil's like, oh shit, Katie motherfucking Boyd is up. Well, gotta get some caffeine in this in this red body, and I need to I need to go to work. And then what happens is the enemy energy starts sending you these messages in your brain saying, "Everyone's gonna laugh at you," right? Remember that movie Carrie? Everyone's gonna laugh at you. Everyone's gonna laugh at you. Everyone's gonna laugh at you. I don't know if you guys like. I'm 40, so I watched that shit when I was growing up, and I was just like, "Oh my god, everyone is gonna laugh at me." And you know what the fucking craziest part is? No one gives a fuck about you. People are so fucked up in their own lives that they're, you think that they're like looking at your social and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> this stupid bitch. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. So I'm going to walk you through my opinione of the top 12 biggest mistakes and fears that keep us from achieving our most ambitious goal. But before I begin, I want to give a huge shout out to a sponsor of the Ambitious Podcast. It's Life Boost Coffee. Today, I'm drinking the most sexual flavor ever, chocolate peanut butter. I'm literally touching myself while I drink it. Not while I'm here on the podcast, but you know what I mean. And it's so delicious. And I'm a huge coffee lover. I think my mom put coffee in my bottle when I was a baby. We're Portuguese and people do that shit. It's weird, but it's delicious. And I love coffee. And since I've been going through my fertility journey, like my acupuncturist and my naturopath are like, you know, you really should chill out on the caffeine. You're a typo blood type. Like you shouldn't be having all this caffeine. And I had noticed that I was getting like really, really, really bad heartburn all the time. Like after I would drink my coffee in the morning and in the morning, I drink my coffee just straight up black. Like, I really feel like real coffee drinkers drink their shit straight up black. That's just how I was raised. So I drink, you know, two cups of black coffee in the morning. And I noticed like about 30 minutes to 45 minutes after I drank that coffee, my stomach would be in knots. I would have wicked bad heartburn. I just felt like a bag of smashed assholes. 
And uh, my online business manager, Kim Fox, who is like, she is the biggest nerd in the world. She is such a researcher. Like, she is like amazing. If you ask her a question, she always knows the answer to it. And we were talking about this whole situation and she was trying to get off coffee too. And I was like, but I don't want to get off coffee. And then she found Life Boost Coffee. And what's so cool about Life Boost Coffee is, first of all, it comes in every flavor imaginable. Like one of my girls on my ambitious app today was saying that she was drinking the Patriot coffee. And I was like, what the hell is the Patriot? Like, does is there like little pieces of like Tom Brady? I know he's not on the Patriots anymore, but like, that's all I care about is Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm drinking the Patriot. And I'm like, did like Tom Brady dip his balls in it? Like, what is the, why does it make it the Patriot? And it's like blueberries, like cream and strawberry or some shit like that. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds delumptious. So you can get it pretty much in every freaking flavor out there. Like I said, I'm drinking the chocolate peanut butter today. I also bought a new bag. I haven't tried it yet. It's a blueberry cinnamon crumble. My husband's favorite coffee is the bourbon barrel aged. Just It's like a dark roast. It's so delicious. And what's so great about it is obviously the flavors, but it's 100% organic. It's gourmet. It's low acid, which that's what was giving me so much agita. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's like what we call heartburn, but like heartburn. And what's the best about it is it's mycotoxin free. So all you crazy fucks that are drinking like Starbucks and Dunkin' and Tom Hortons or Tim Hortons or whatever the fuck you Canadians drink. I know all my cousins in Canada are like, we love Tim Hortons, eh? And I'm like, oh, it's not good for you because it, it is... Out of all the foods and beverages that we consume, coffee is one of the moldiest of everything that we consume. And what happens, people go like, really? Mold in the coffee? Yes. And what happens is when you drink this coffee, your body over you know years of drinking coffee, it builds up inflammation because of the mycotoxin. And then what happens is, you know, you're 40 and you're like, oh my God, my knees hurt. Oh my God, my face looks so puffy. Oh my God, I'm t- so tired. I feel like shit. And you just think, well, you know what? I'm going to chalk it up. I'm getting older. No, you have systemic inflammation probably from, I mean, yeah, you probably eat sugar. You probably drink booze. But if you're drinking coffee every day and it's not 100% organic and mycotoxin free and low acid, you are fucking yourselves in the bum bum. So if you go on over to lifeboostcoffee.com and make sure that when you purchase your first order, like say you order like five bags of coffee, make sure that you order them one time single use. You don't put yourself on a subscription yet. I just put myself on a coffee subscription. I get my coffee delivered every four weeks and then I just swap out the flavors. But the first time that you order, you have to make sure that you don't set yourself up on a subscription and you don't get anything that's on sale because if you just get the regular bags of coffee, you can get them whole bean or ground. You get 40% off your first order using the code AMBITIOUS. Make sure you spell it correctly at checkout. Thank you, Life Boost Coffee. I love you. You have changed my life. I feel like a different person now that I'm using Life Boost Coffee. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's let's freaking dive real deep right now. Let's dive real deep. All right, so I'm just going to warn you before we start. You're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so fucked up. What is wrong with me? I'm more fucked up than a soup sandwich. You're not... 
You're not more fucked up than a soup sandwich. Just think about what a soup sandwich looks like. How fucked up is that? Could you imagine putting soup in between two pieces of bread and it just falls apart and crumbles and you're just a big sloppy fucking mess? Okay, when I say you're more fucked up than a soup sandwich, I want you to get that visual every time, okay? (laughs) You're not, okay? Everyone in the world has fear. And what happened is like, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, fear actually served us. Fear was like, oh shit, there was just a crackle in the thicket. There could be a fucking saber-toothed tiger gonna like maul me and my whole my whole like Cro-Magnon family. We need to run. We need to find cover. We need to go into a cave. There's no more saber-toothed tigers in the world, okay? The saber-toothed tigers are now your Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> okay? That is so fucked up. I'm just gonna say it. It's the damn truth. But your saber-toothed tiger is now your Instagram and your Facebook and your TikTok and your Twitter and whatever else friggin' apps of you sick fucks are on, okay? I'm only on Instagram. I'm totally off Facebook. I've been off Facebook for almost nine months, and it's changed my life because when I would go on Facebook, I would scroll, and it was just like a swamp of fucking sadness. Like, everyone was just complaining all the time and whatever, And I've had a lot of uh, clients say like, but Katie, like I sell a lot on social media. Like I I have a business or I'm in network marketing space. Like I need Facebook. Yeah. Then use it for what it's for. But no one gives a shit about the fact that you had, you know, an ingrown toenail and you didn't have to take pictures of you getting your ingrown toenail removed and you didn't have to put a a freaking live video of like pus squirting out of your foot. Like this is the shit I would see. And I'm like, are do people... Are people like, what are they doing? So I got rid of Facebook. That helped me so much. I still have Instagram, but like, honestly, like Instagram is for me is fun because I only follow people that like bring me joy. And if the people don't bring me joy, I just unfollow them. And it's not that I don't like them. Like I have a lot of people who I love in real life. I just don't want to see their, their social because it's not in alignment and it doesn't resonate with where I am vibrationally. And that's okay. So what's happened now is the saber-toothed tiger has now become your social media feeds and it's also, you know, become like your personal life and it's also become your life out in the open, right? But here's the deal. I'm here to tell you that if you keep allowing fear to hold you back from achieving your most ambitious, audacious, incredible, over-the-top, outlandish goals you are going to just live this mediocre motherfucking life. And where is it getting you? One of my really good friends, Gasper Cruz. Hi, Gasper, if you're listening, I love you. He once said to me, we were at dinner and I was having a struggle moment. And he's from Texas and he's just, I love him with all my heart. And he is like the male version of me. Like, I think that that's why we became such good friends is we just bonded over the fact that like everybody hated us because we didn't give a fuck what we said. (laughs) I still don't and he still does not. But I was like having like a whole pity party one night at dinner and he looked at me. He was like, Katie, listen to me right now. If they're not feeding you, bucking you or financing you, don't give a fuck. And even then, don't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. You're so right. And that that one thing that he said to me totally changed the trajectory of my life. And and listen, I never really cared what people thought about me or said about me, but there's always that little part in your subconscious mind that is the enemy energy that's like, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to talk shit about you. They're all making fun of you. They all think you're an asshole. You're an idiot. Who do you think you are to do this? Who do you think you are to do that? Who do you think you are to do this? Who do you think? It's like, bro, 
Get out of my head, Satan. Not today, Satan. I rebuke you. Okay? So I'm going to give you the 12 biggest mistakes and fears that people have that keep them from stepping into their power and living life ambitiously. Okay? So here we go. Y'all ready? If you're driving or you're in a park walking your baby in your baby carriage or you're on the treadmill, like listen to this once through and then go home and sit down with your cup of Life Boost coffee or your water or your bourbon and get out your pen and a, and a notebook or a journal and like really write these things down and then really hold the mirror up to yourself and ask yourself if any of these are yours and if they are, we have to start changing them. Because like I said, life, time, etc., it's all going to keep going. But you're the one who truly is holding you back from living an ambitious life. Okay. Number one, the biggest mistake slash fear that you can have is thinking too small. Thinking too small. How many times have you set a goal for yourself and you crushed it? like in record time. And then you were like, oh my God, why did I keep my goal so small? Like I could have achieved even more, right? Like people will say like, oh, I just want to, I just want to lose 10 pounds, right? But they really probably to be healthy have to release like 60 and they say 10 and then they stop at 10 because then now the fear starts setting in. And they just think too small. Sometimes I do um, vision boards and stuff with my clients and vibration boards. And like these people tell me their goals. And I just like, I want to, I want to wrap them in a swaddling cloth and I want to hold them to my teat. And I want to just rock them back and forth in a rocking chair, just like singing, like, I don't even know, like, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know where that came from, but I just want to sing something like deep and moody to them and just be like, child, what are you doing thinking this small? You are a child of the most high God. Thinking small is holding you back from greatness. What are you doing? Like this is the smallest, puniest, shrimpiest, tiniest, fart in the wind goal. What are you doing? You don't say like, oh, it would be just be so nice if I could, I could just, you know, make an extra like $10,000 this year. How about a hundred thousand? How about a million? Because let me tell you something. It is our birthright. God put us on this earth to be audacious. And we were made in his likeness. You think that God wants you to live mediocrity in a mediocre house with a mediocre marriage, with mediocre children and a mediocre dog, eating mediocre food, working at a mediocre job, doing mediocre things? Give me a fucking break. No, that is not true. God wants you to think as big as his kingdom. Because if it's been done before, it can be done again. And it can be done by you. So number one, stop thinking so small. Make your goals audacious and over the top and outlandish. I want your goals to be so fucking big that people look at you and they go, oh my God, you're crazy. When people look at you and go, oh my God, you're crazy. Do you like that? Then you know you're onto something. Then you know you're onto something. Number two, number two, biggest fear slash mistake is not chunking the goals down. So someone might say, I really desire to make a million dollars this year or seven figures or whatever. And they get so overwhelmed and scared and they start doubting themselves because they never chunk the goals down. 
So I do this a lot when I do business coaching with my girls. Like some of my coaching clients will come to me and say like, you know, last year I made $250,000 and I I am ready to go to $500,000. And I'm like, no, you can make seven figures, dude. And they're like, how? And I literally take everything that they offer in their business. Say they're a coaching, they they coach clients, right? They're Let's just say they're um like life coaches, okay? And I say, okay, tell me everything you offer. And they will say everything they offer. And I say, okay, you have seven streams of income in your business. If you just do this, 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 and that, okay, that equals a million dollars. And they can't believe it because I just chunk it down into money and time and what people have to do and what people have to focus on. Like, it's not a freaking magic pill, guys. It's literally math and effort, and energy, and science. I know you think it's crazy that I'm saying it like this, but it's not that difficult. And when I break it down for them, they like literally look at me like, what the fuck? Like, that's actually so easy. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, it is so easy to make money. And a lot of it has to do with their vibrational frequency. So if they're just like, ho-hum, like fucking Eeyore eating thistle, Like, of course, you're going to not understand that you have all this worth. Of course, you're going to be like, woe is me. All I do is eat thistle all day and pick my butthole. Yeah. I mean, if picking butthole was a job, some of these people would be fucking billionaires because they're professional butthole pickers. But you got to do the work and you got to chunk down the goals. Okay, so chunk down your goals. Stop looking at a goal like that's so outlandish and being like, how the fuck am I ever going to achieve that? And leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. I don't I went to a Catholic school when I was a little girl. And I remember at dances, like the nuns and like the, you know, the principals will, you know, the people that the lay people that worked there would be like, you know, they'd come up to you and you're like dance partner and they'd say, leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. And I would be like, get out of here, bitch. I'm grinding on this motherfucker today. I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> it was like, it was like, this is how we do it. I'm like, I'm going to pop, I'm going to pop my thing right now. And then they would come over and they'd be like, leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. Y'all have to leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. Okay, like 1994 called Catholic school called leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. Say what you desire and it shall be done unto you because the word desire means of the father in Latin. The the D.E. that that root means of the father. Desire, right? Design. All of these D.E. words, that's what they mean. So when you say, I desire to be, you know, a seven-figure earner, and remember, don't be vague, say exactly what you want, $1 million, $2 million, $30 million, whatever it is, and then let God do the work. You do your work here on earth, and God will do his work in heaven. So leave a little room for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, okay? The next one, number three is, Setting vague goals. I just said this, but we'll, you know, we'll go into the next thing, right? Setting vague goals. People will say, and I was <laughs> I was talking to my girls the other day on our coaching call. I do a group coaching call for um, all of my protocolers on Wednesday nights. 
And I was saying, okay, these women come to me and they're just like, I just, I just want to be rich. And I take a dollar out of my pocket and I give it to them. And they say, what is this? And I said, you're rich now. I just want more money. You, you got it. I just gave you a dollar. And they look at me like I have 10 heads. And I'm like, do you see how saying I just want more money is so fucking vague? Now you have more money, bitch. I gave you a quarter. Here you go. Go put it in the meter. You have to set extremely pinpointed goals. So don't say I want more money. Say I desire to make a $1 million liquid cash this year. Or some girls will say to me, I just want to find a man. And I'm like, there's a fucking crackhead down the street with one tooth who has shit stains on his fucking gray sweatpants, who's actually pissing in the alley. And he's like talking to himself. There you go. And they'll like laugh at me. And I'm like, I'm serious. What kind of man do you desire? Do you want him to be handsome and tall and have green eyes and black hair and, you know, tan skin and, you know, be 6'4 and he's kind and he's generous and he's loving and all these things? You have to be so pinpointed because God's like, well, I mean, she didn't really ask for anything that was too over the top. So I'm just going to send her this, this punk ass. Stop being so vague with your life and your goals and let God, again, do the work. The next one is not setting a deadline. Okay, I am going to teach you in the fourth installment of this month, right? Because we have four weeks in July. At the end of the month, I'm going to teach you how to, how to write and what to do with your Ambitious Abundance Affirmation. I talk about this a lot in Ambitious the Book. If you want to pick up a copy, go over to kbmfc.com and go to Ambitious Book in the little hamburger drop-down section. And you can either buy your bitch box with all your ambitious goodies, or you can get a copy of the hardcover copy of the ambitious book. I will sign it. I will send you a personal note. I'm the one who packs all that shit up in my in my basement. So I talk a lot about this in the book. You have to have an actual deadline because you could say, I want to be a millionaire, right? And it can be super, super pinpointed. Like I desire $1 million by the end of 2021. And you're like, okay, I'm not setting vague goals. I'm thinking big. I'm doing all the things. But then you have no deadline. So you might say, I would like to have a million dollars in my bank account. But when? Next week? Next year? 2052? When you're 99 and you're like freaking, you know, gumming your vegetables in a nursing home? Like, when do you want to be rich? So you have to say, by such and such a date, I will have in my possession $1 million in my citizen's bank account liquid cash. Okay, so really start setting a deadline to everything you do and don't move it because I see a lot of my girls and they're like, we'll set this audacious goal and then they'll like make a deadline and then it like gets really close to the deadline and they start fucking panicking and then they move the deadline to like the next month or the next month or the next month and whatever. And I'm like, stop doing that because you don't know, like you're like, this isn't going to happen. I'm like, God can move mountains. He can part the Red Sea. He can cure leprosy, make the blind see, make the lame walk, okay? He can freaking rise after the third day from the tomb. And you're telling me that he can't freaking help you find a man that's going to break you off a little something, something? Give me a break. So set your deadlines 
And then don't be a chicken shit and start moving everything around because you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this isn't going to happen. What if, like, all of a sudden, like, your great, great, great uncle, twice removed, shit the bed, kicked the bucket, and then sent you the million dollars from his, like, trust? You don't know. God works in mysterious ways, so stop punking out and stick to the deadline. Okay, number five. This is a hardcore one. Comparing yourself. You guys, oh my gosh, this just makes me so angry. People will scroll social media and they will see like all these people posting their highlight reels and they will like start seeing people doing things that they desire to do. I was listening to Gina DeVee's podcast the other day, um, Divine Living, and she was saying how, you know, she would see people on, you know, like social and they would like get a gig, like a speaking gig, and they didn't even have a quarter of the accolades and like the speaking, you know, prowess that she had. And this other like person would get this job or this like amazing opportunity and she would start comparing herself. But the thing is, is like, you don't know what God has in store for you. And when she was saying this, I was like shaking my head like, yes, queen, yes, because I too can do that sometimes, you know, like I'll go on Instagram and I'll be like, oh my God, like, look at her new car. Like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh my God, look at her house. It's like Pinterest perfect. And like, I have to start doing more stuff to my house or like, oh, they just got a new pool put in or, you know, whatever. Or they're on vacation in this place and I really want to go there, but like I have to work and whatever. And you start comparing yourself and it is truly enemy energy. So when we just let go of all comparison and we know that we are perfect and enough and worthy just the way we are and that God has bigger plans for us, then the miracles can happen. So many of you are blocking your blessings because you compare yourselves to people's highlight reels. You don't see their truth. You don't see the fight that that they, you know, this girl and their husband just got into right before they took that perfect Instagram photo. And you didn't see uh, a baby like shitting up its back, like like fucking brown orange diarrhea all up the kid's back and all over this woman's white dress, like right before she walked into a, uh, you know, a birthday party at her sister's house. Like you don't see any of those things. You don't see any of those things because why would you? People post their highlights on Instagram and on social. So stop comparing yourself because everyone here is having a human experience. No one can escape the human experience. So cut the shit, stop comparing yourself, and stop blocking your blessings by doing so. This all kind of ties in with what I've just been saying for the first five, but number six, not trusting God in spirit. So many of you and bitches out there So many of you HBICs out there are like, I trust the universe, right? Like Gabby Bernstein, like the universe has your back. I trust God. Let go and let God. I surrender to God. I surrender to the universe. I surrender to spirit. But you're bullshit artists. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to your creator and your vibrational frequency is not in alignment with the words that you're saying. You're saying you trust the universe. You're saying you trust God, but you don't. And guess what? God feels your vibrational frequency. The universe knows your vibrational frequency because frequency is science, okay? So if your vibrational frequency does not align with your words, you're gonna keep getting scraps. And so many of you HBICs out there 
are living scrap lives. God did not put you here to live a scrap life. He put you here to be in all of your glory and all of your power and to shine as the brightest star in the sky shines and you are just blocking it because you're not trusting spirit and you're not trusting God and you're not trusting vibrational frequency and you're not trusting the universe. So please mean what you say and say what you mean. So if you say I let go and let God and I surrender to the unknown because I know through him all good things happen, then Stay in that vibrational frequency and trust, trust God, trust him, trust spirit, trust the universe. Number seven, this is one of my biggest downfalls in life, not asking for help. Are you the kind of HBIC out there? Are you the kind of bitch that is like, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself because I know that I'll do it better and I know it will get done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until two years ago when I hired my first team member, uh, Kim Fox, who's my online business manager and a very close friend and sister to me, that I was like, okay, you know what? I know that I can't level up more than I already am if I don't have someone to help me and see my blind spots and do the things that I can't do or I don't have time to do or I don't want to do or I'm not good at. Like I was trying to learn an application, like a new email application, because I was using uh, MailChimp for years and Kim loves Flowdesk. And I was like trying to learn it on my own. And I was like, Kim, and she would like do something. And I'd be like, how the fuck did you just do that? And she's like, I don't know. It's easy. What she just did in 20 seconds would take me two hours to figure out. So that's two hours that I don't have to actually show up and give value and give service to my followers and my clients and the women that are part of the ambitious movement. So ask for help, delegate responsibility. Like for instance, like I hate making the bed in the morning, but I know it's like something that's like, you know, every high performer always makes their bed first thing in the morning. And Like I would just make the bed begrudgingly and my husband would just like be like picking his ball sack. And I just, one day I said to him, I was like, babe, it would really help me if you made the bed in the morning. And he was like, no problem. And he does it every day and he makes a beautiful bed and he karate chops the pillows the way I like it. And he makes like my duvet perfect and he tucks in the sheets like real military style because I taught him. And guess what? That's like one thing in the morning that's taken off my plate that is like no sweat off his ass. But if I never asked him, he would never step up and he would never have made the bed because he's just like, oh, Katie's got it. Katie likes to do it this certain way and I don't want to like get in her way, you know? And obviously I'm talking about a domestic thing, not a business thing, but like ask for help. Asking for help might be hiring a coach. Asking for help might be hiring a therapist. Asking for help might be hiring a healer, okay? Don't be shy and don't feel like you're a failure or a loser or not enough or stupid or dumb or whatever fucking stupid things you guys think in your minds because you asked for help and you delegated responsibility. I promise you, ambitious out there, that if you ask for help, your life will just be so much smoother and you won't have that constant resentment because resentment is so unhealthy. It's such an unhealthy, low vibrational frequency that when you're in a constant state of resentment, nothing good comes from that. So ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Okay, number eight, 
You don't mid-course correct. Okay, this happens to so many of my clients that I coach from all over the world. They have an audacious goal. They have an ambitious goal. And they start doing the things that they think are going to take them closer to achieving that audacious, ambitious goal. And I can see that the thing that they're doing is not right for them, even though I said don't do it that way, but they still are doing it. And they just keep trying to drive the square peg in the round hole. And it just makes me fucking crazy as their coach. I'm like, stop doing this. It's not working. I always tell people, don't be ashamed to mid-course correct, to stop in your tracks and say, wait a minute, this thing that I thought was going to help me isn't really helping me. It's not doing the job. It's not helping me get closer to reaching my goal. Like I have to stop and I have to go back to the drawing board. So the goal doesn't change, but maybe the way that you're coming about it or attacking it is got to be different for your own happiness, joy, and like not ending up in a fucking loony bin in a, you know, a padded room eating tapioca and knitting socks for the rest of your life because some of you guys get wild and crazy and you're just like, I'm having a nervous breakdown. I'm like, you're not having a nervous breakdown. You just have to mid-course correct. Stop doing this thing that's making you feel crazy. Don't feel ashamed to stop and mid-course correct. I'm telling you some of the best things that I've ever accomplished in my career and my life is because I had to stop, drop, and say, this isn't working for me. Huh. Number nine, this is another one of my biggest issues, trying to control everything. Okay, I am a self-proclaimed control freak, and I've done a lot of work around it. I've worked with a lot of healers. I've worked with shamans. I've worked with therapists. I've worked with friggin' shock therapy. No, just kidding. I didn't do that, but I was pretty close to it a couple times. And having to have control for me is a safety thing. So it makes me feel safe when I know what's next. Like, I don't know. There's like a commercial on TV that I saw like a couple times where it was this girl like interrogating this guy as if she was like, you know, working for like the, you know, police station and she was a detective. And, you know, she had like the dark room with the table and she was like slamming her hands on the table. She's like, tell me where we're going, you know, Josh. And it's like a Captain Obvious commercial. And he's like, Josh, you know, Maria doesn't like surprises. I fucking hate surprises. Like, Matt will always be like, you're so hard to do anything fun for because you have to know everything. Like my husband could never just say like on a Thursday, like, hey, guess what? Big surprise. Like I'm taking you to like, you know, Anguilla for the weekend and, you know, whatever. And I would be like, wait a minute. Anguilla. Okay. What what are we flying? What do I bring? Like I, where are we staying? Can Pearl come? Is it like dog friendly? So he just is like, I'm done with that. I don't do that anymore because I have to have control because for me, it's a safety thing. For a lot of you HBICs out there, it's probably a safety thing too. Like if you've had any trauma from your childhood, if you've had anything happen to you from your childhood where you did not have have control so you didn't feel safe, what happens is we don't heal that inner child and that inner child just gets bigger and then we pull all that bullshit, all that trauma from our childhood into our adult life and then it comes out with... Katie doesn't like surprises from her husband. And sometimes surprises are fun, right? They like bring a little spice to your life. So, you know, I'm talking about like, obviously, again, like a relationship domestic type thing, but like this could be like your business. Like you have to have control over everyone. You micromanage everyone. Then everyone that's on your team fucking hates you because it's like they're 40 year old people. They know what they're doing. They don't need you to micromanage them right? Sometimes people do their best work when they're not micromanaged. 
So stop trying to control everything because it's not getting you anywhere and it's not helping you reach your most ambitious goals. Huh. Number 10. Number 10. Neglecting self-care and not celebrating small and big wins while you're on your path to reaching your most ambitious goals. So many people are like, and I work with a ton of clients that are like, I like have to, you know, create this wealth this year. And then what happens is they throw out the window, they throw out freaking baby with the bathwater, whatever cliche thing you want to say. They throw out their health. They throw out their relationships. They help throw away time with their family. Their house is a shamble. They're not, they're not doing their spiritual practices every day. They're not eating right. They're not eating, you know, they're not eating healthy. They're not working out. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like all the six life makers and breakers go out the window just for them to make money. That's number one. So cut the shit. So stop neglecting your self-care and your happiness and like your joy while you're trying to achieve a big, lofty, outlandish, audacious, ambitious goal. And then within that same thread is, you know, you're not celebrating the wins. So like, you know, people say like, oh, when I lose this hundred pounds, then I'll be happy. No, that's not true because I've lost and gained weight. I've lost and gained money. I've lost and gained a lot of things. And guess what? I was the same old bitch when I was, you know... 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds heavier than I am today. I was the same bitch when I was richer and I had way more zeros in my bank account than I, you know, than I ever was. So celebrating the small wins, taking time to be like, oh, wow, I, I lost five pounds. Like, let's, let me go get a massage or let's go get a new pair of like sneakers or let's like, you know, do just, it doesn't have to be crazy. It could just be small. Like, let me go buy a new pair of like Lululemons, whatever. But celebrating the small wins, because if you don't celebrate the small wins, the big wins are going to come and they're just going to feel shitty. And you're going to be like, oh, I thought when I achieved this goal, I was going to finally have joy. And then none of that's true. None of that's true. Number 11, perfectionism. Perfectionism. Okay. There's no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. Let me say it a third time. There's no such thing as perfect. It's just not. Perfectionism is actually, it's fear-based and it also causes so many other things like procrastination and all these different things. So sometimes done is better than perfect. Sometimes you just have to launch things or do things or put things out there messy. Like sometimes you have to just show up and be like, you know what? This isn't like the best I could do, but it's what I could do right now. And that's okay. Because if you're trying to be perfect all the time, you are fucking yourself up royally and it's going to take so much longer to achieve that goal if you even achieve it anyways. Because if you're going into a goal like everything has to be perfect, you are fucked. So let go of the perfectionism. And last but not least, number 12 is blocking your blessings by holding on to the old you. Blocking your blessings by holding on to the old you. The old you has to die so that the new you can be reborn, okay? I'm a Harry Potter nerd. Remember the phoenix that was in Dumbledore's little magical shop, his little, his little office that he had? And then like the, and the, I don't know if you guys remember this, if you're also Harry Potter nerds, but the bird was like looking real fucked up for a little while. And then all of a sudden it burst into flames and the next day like Harry went back into Dumbledore's office and it like it was this beautiful, young, gorgeous phoenix. 
And he's like, how the hell did that happen? And Dumbledore's like, he's a phoenix. He has to, like, die and be reborn. We are like that phoenix. We have to let the old us go so that the new us, the evolved us, the next level of us can be reborn. So letting go of the old you, stop holding on to the way that you used to do things, the way that you used to think things, the way you used to act, the way you used to do whatever, because you're blocking your blessings and you're keeping yourself way further from achieving your most ambitious goals. So I have a little surprise for you guys. I have a little gift. If you go on over to kbmfc.com and you sign up for the ambitious app, all you have to do is find where it says join the community and click on that and It'll take you to the app, and on that app, I have the most amazing, quick cord-cutting meditation, and it's cord-cutting the old you so that the new you can step into your most ambitious goals. So head on over to kbmfc.com and sign up for the ambitious app, and I will get you where you need to be to experience that cord-cutting the old you meditation. It's amazing. I did it with my um, ambitious protocol girls last week, and it was incredible. Incredible. Okay, before I go, I just wanted to remind everybody, because I get so many emails and DMs about how to work with me. What's the best way to work with me? So there's a bunch of different ways to be part of the ambitious community and to work one-on-one with me or even in a group setting or at an event. So we have a lot of amazing things coming down the pretty pink pipeline. But the first thing that is just so near and dear to my heart is our ambitious mistress mind. I talk a lot about mistress minding in Ambitious the Book. So you probably know what I'm talking about, but I truly believe that when people receive coaching from someone that they really look up to and they trust, it is a game changer. I have coaches. I have coaches in every arena. I have spiritual coaches. I have business coaches. I have mindset coaches. It takes a village to really live life ambitiously. And I know that so many of you guys are right on the edge of glory, right on that cusp of making that huge leap into ambitious land, but you're being held back because you don't have a second pair of ears and eyes to help you and tell you like, hey, here's the cliff notes and here's like the treasure map to one-eyed willies. Like stop trying to freaking be a goonie and like go through this obstacle course. Like here's the map. Here's X marks the spot. So I am taking on only four more ambitious mistress minders and I'm really giving myself permission to live the life of my dreams in a business sense, by working with women who really, truly desire to do the work and step into their most ambitious life. And I'm raising my standards for the clients that I know that I deserve. So if you're interested, just give this a listen. I think it's going to really intrigue a lot of you. So this is obviously an elite 1% mentorship with me. You receive a call every week on a Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a group coaching call. It's so fun. It's so amazing. The stuff that we do there is like just unparalleled to anyone else in the world that is coaching. I'm really great at what I do, and I know that. And all the women that I've coached in the last 20-some-odd years of my, of my business, they can all attest to this. So it's an elite 1% mentorship, and there are some requirements. So the number one requirement is 
as you being an ambitious mistress minder, you have to be a total vibrational match to me. So like you don't have to be where I'm at, but vibrationally we have to jive together. You cannot have victim mentality. Yes, we all have it sometimes, but you can't bring that into the mentorship. You have to leave all that stuff aside and just say, fuck it. I'm going to listen to Katie and I'm going to do the work so that I can live an ambitious life. You also have to take full responsibility for where you are in your life because I am so sick and tired of coaching people and I don't do that anymore, but I had in the past people like putting all of their shit on me and I'm like, I am giving you the tools. You have to fucking use the right tools for the right job. So you have to be the type of woman that takes full responsibility for themselves and where they are. You have to get on a discovery call with me. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. So you can also reach out to me and we can um, set that up. You have to fill out a very extensive question and answer form that I am going to use for that discovery call to ask you questions. And you also have to hit a client requirement application. So there's an actual client requirement application that you have to fill out and you have to hit every one of those client requirements to be part of the impetus mistress mind. I'm telling you guys, this is not like reindeer games. This is an elite mentorship. You have to realize that this is a 50, 50 quid pro quo. So you're going to get a lot. And I also have to receive too. When I think about getting on a call with you or seeing you in real life and doing a session with you, it has to delight me. It has to excite me. And I have to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to get on the phone or I can't wait to see this person for our coaching session. So you have to realize this is a partnership. And then also know that I am not auditioning for you. I have so many clients that will come to me, you know, potential clients that will say like, well, I'll get on a call with you and I'll see if it's the right fit. (laughs) No, bitch. No, bitch. I am not auditioning for you, okay? I know who the fuck I am. I am the HBIC of ambitious land. Like I'm not auditioning for you. I'm not putting on my soft shoe and I'm not giving you a little fucking Savion Glover. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not shuffling off to Buffalo. This is not a chorus line. I'm not going to sing tits and ass. This is not how it's happening. You're auditioning for me because I am a mama wolf when it comes to my my protocol ladies, and I fiercely protect the energy of that group because it is so small. So I'm not auditioning for you. So just like get that out of your sweet little, kind little, cute little head. I'm not going to overgive. You are going to know exactly how I'm going to show up for you and nothing more, nothing less. Okay. Like, so all these people that are like, I over, I under, you know, I under promise and I over deliver or whatever. That's I used to do that and like it honestly, like it fucks up the boundaries with your coaching clients. So I'm giving you exactly what I promise you and that is what I'm how I'm showing up. You're going to have rules. You have to follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules and we'll talk about the rules when we get on our discovery call, um, I'm going to kick you out of the mentorship. I know that I won't even attract that, that type of people and if I do, I won't even allow them in the mentorship, but the rules are simple and you, but you must follow them and you have to understand like I am a transformational life styling coach. I help you style your life using what we call an ambitious the six life makers and breakers. So because I'm a transformational coach, you have to be ready to transform. I can I cannot show up and do sessions with you and talk you into transformation. You have to be coachable and you have to be in a place in your mind that you're like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and it's time to level up. Come hell or high water, I'm doing this. 
And, you know, I'm in a very particular season in my life, and I know who I can help, and I know who I can't, and I know who I desire to help, and I know who I don't want to come seven fucking feet and whatever near me. I just know who I am. I've been doing this for over two decades, guys. And like I said before, the relationship between you and I has to delight me. It has to thrill me. It has to dis- it has to excite me. It has to, okay? And like I said, I'm not going to work with everyone. I can't, I can't do that. I just can't do that. Like, I, I am not Lady Liberty. I'm not, you know, Ellis Island. I'm not like, bring me your huddled fucking masses. No. You have to be ready, willing, and able to be open to living an ambitious life. And this is for a woman who is, like I said before, is coachable and is ready to be coached and is ready to go to the next level, whatever that means for her. So this is for someone who's excited and willing to take on coaching and is only about moving forward and is ready to do the healing work, is ready to divorce the stories that they've been married to, is ready to step out of victim mentality, is high vibrational, who is open to miracles and is ready for an ambitious life and takes radical responsibility for where they are and where they're going. So I am not available. If you desire to do this coaching, I'm just going to tell you who I'm not available for. So I am not available to anyone who is bringing me resistance. I'm not available to babysit grown women. I don't want to hear your sob stories. Yes, we're going to go through some of your shit so we can unpack some things, so we can do some deep healing work. But like a lot of people are addicted to their stories. Like that's all they have. And they just keep like, I'll give you an example. I was out with my husband at dinner the other night and this girl was um, a bartender and we were sitting at the bar having dinner. And she, I guess, had some kind of like problem where she was like really dehydrated and she ended up in the hospital. Every fucking person that came to the bar, and we were there for a few hours, every person that came to the bar, except my husband and I, because she knew, don't fucking tell me your sob story, because she just knows me, she told the same story to every fucking person that sat at the bar. Like, these people don't want to hear that you were in a hospital 24 hours before getting, like, you know, fluids, and you passed out, and your nipples fell off, and your, like, coochie ran away, like, fucking cousin it, like, it just, whatever. No. No one cares. Like, I looked at her and I looked at Matt and I go, that is like the opposite of the person that I would want to coach. So you have to just like let go of your old sob stories. You can't be in lack consciousness. consciousness. So if you're like, I can't afford this, then you're not the person for this. <laughs> like, you have to understand, like, the people that I work with, they go from ha- making mediocre money to being like wealthy, abundant, beyond their wildest dreams because I know how to do it because I've done it myself. And I'm giving you the cliff notes and I'm helping you along the way. So if you're already in lack, lack consciousness and you're like, I can't afford this. This is so expensive. You're not the person for me. And I'm not a therapist. If you need a therapist, you need a psychiatrist, you need to be on medication, which some people do because they have chemical imbalances. I am not the person for you. So many people like use me in the past as their therapist. And I'm like, bro, I am not like, I am not BF Skinner. Like, I'm not doing fucking cocaine, water, sugar, water, friggin' experiments on you. Like, you need to go get a therapist. And I'm also not here for any feedback. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, I have some feedback for you. I'm like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about your feedback. I don't care about your criticism. I don't care about your feedback. I don't, I'm not here for feedback. I am not here for any criticism. And you must fit into the mold that I create. I'm not fitting into your mold. And, you know that's pretty much, I'm not, I'm not here for your shadow. I'm not here for your lack money mindset. And I am here to be your 
number one ride or die coach. So if you're interested in this, for the rest of uh, the month of July, I am keeping the prices as is. And then in August, they're going up. So right now I have four spots left for this elite mentorship program, The Ambitious Mistress Mind. And what does it include? So it includes one in-person or virtual coaching session per month bi-weekly calls that will support each and every one of your dreams, goals, aspirations. And that's, and that is to my, my schedule. So for instance, like every week I'll say, Hey guys, our mistress mind coaching call is on Monday at 8 PM or it's on Tuesday at 12 noon. If you can't make it, it's okay. The recording will be shared with you, but that's bi-weekly. I really took this into heart because I was listening to one of my favorite people, Stuart Wilde. If you haven't listened to Stuart Wilde, get over to YouTube or go, you know, just Google him. And he has this um, awesome YouTube called "The Thirty Three Steps to Ste- The Thirty Three Steps to Pretty Much Step into Your Personal Power." And he was talking about how he was part of this elite coaching group, very similar to Ambitious Mistress Mind. And his coach would literally tell them, like, "Okay, guys." You have to be in Seville, Spain at 12 o'clock tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time or whatever. And if you can't make it or if you're even one minute late, you're out of the group. And he, he was not fucking around. And I was like, you know what? That's the kind of swagger I'm bringing to this. So with the, and guess what? Stuart Wilde and the people that ended up like making it in that group, they went on to become incredible, wealthy, well-known whatever people in all of their different careers and lives. But when Stuart Wilde said that, I was like, oh my God, this is the energy I'm bringing to this ambitious business mind. So there's going to be biweekly calls and I will let you know when those calls will be because they will work around my schedule. And then our constant calls are going to be every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you pretty much get one coaching session with me every month and then six hours plus of this one of this group coaching. And then every day on the app, Mighty Networks Ambitious app, you have to check in with me daily in the inbox on the app. And then we have a conversation and the check-in could just be like, hey, I'm having a really good day. I'm just checking in. Or the the check-in could be like a fucking novella, like you're really struggling with something in your marriage or you're really struggling with something, you know, in your business. And like, I am here for you as your coach. And those are unlimited, you know, back and forths on the app. Extra calls are only $250. So if you're like, hey, I need a call every week, they're only $250 because usually my sessions run for people who are not part of anything ambitious are $500 a session. So you get 50% off of extra calls. You get 20% off of all of my swag. Okay, so I have beautiful swag on my website, hats and tees and tanks and hoodies and joggers and all kinds of fun stuff. So being part of this elite 1% mistress mind, you get 20% off swag and you get first dibs on all events, all special offerings and all retreats that are coming up. And during the next year, year and a half, we're going to be having an ambitious mistress mind retreat. I have two retreats that I'm in the in the works with. One is in Costa Rica. One is in Miami, Florida. So you have to come to one of those retreats. And that is what the ambitious mistress mind includes. Okay. So right now, it's either you can pay monthly $389.99 or 
$30,999.99 in full. So you get a really big discount if you pay in full. And that is only until the end of July. And I only, like I said, I only have four spots left because I, you know, I know how much time I have in my life and I can only, you know, mentor in this way so many women. So I have four spots left and the price of $389.99 or $3,999.99 is only until the end of July. And then it's going to go up significantly. So if you want to have a conversation with me about becoming uh, an ambitious mistress minder, please go ahead over to kbmfc.com. You can send me an email there. You can also DM me on Instagram at katieboydambitious, and you can also DM me on the Ambitious app. So there are three ways to get in touch with me to schedule our discovery call and get all of the paperwork that you have to fill out that goes along with the Ambitious Mistress Mind. And obviously, we have some amazing events coming this fall. Like, I'm so excited to tell you about them at a later date. We're in the we're in the works of getting that all put together right now. Um, and again, there's other ways that you can work with me too. But if you really, truly desire this, like, elite one-on-one, like, next-level coaching, this is where it's at. Thank you for showing up here week after week and supporting the Ambitious Movement. If you loved this episode, please screenshot a picture of the... Um, of the podcast on whatever, you know, app, whether it's, I, you know, iTunes, whatever, uh, please, please, please just screenshot and tag me on Instagram. Tell everybody about it. I would be forever, forever, forever grateful. Oh, shiznit. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before I go, I totally forgot. <sighs> you know, this is, this is what happens when, when you freaking wing it. Okay. This is what happens when you wing it. Um, I, last week on the Ambitious Podcast, I read a um, an iTunes review, and I gave away an awesome signed copy of Ambitious the Book, and I want to take this time today to do the same exact thing. Okay, so this is from, uh, it says, real and inspiring, okay, five stars, and the person that wrote it, their screen name is Cat. 9110. So C-A-T-9110. And it was written on June 8th, 2021. And she says, I absolutely love this podcast. Katie is raw and real. And when I need something inspiring to listen to, I will go back and listen to old podcasts. There's always one to go with how I'm feeling or to tell me what I desire to hear. A lot of things she's talked about has helped me grow as a person. Thank you, Katie. Okay, Kat, if you're listening please, please, please reach out to me. Email me at hello at kbmfc.com. Tell me that you listen to this podcast and I will send you out a signed copy of Ambitious the Book. Okay, I'm done now. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting me and thank you for telling all your other HBICs all about this movement, this podcast and everything that we're doing with Ambitious Land because remember, you are the women. It is ambitious right? U.S. is at the end of ambitious because it's about us. We are the HBICs and we are the ones that are going to bring this earth and all of her inhabitants to the next level, fifth dimensional frequency so that we can live the rest of our lives, the best of our lives. I love you and I'll see you next week. 